Hello, welcome to GME Admin Insights, the go-to podcast for the GME community. I'm your host, Natasha Fox, and I'm here to be your source for tips, valuable resources, and all things GME. Ready to level up your coordinator skills? Well, let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about self-reflection. Um, a lot of times, we in the GME community, we don't have enough time for ourselves. So I was um, having a discussion about this with a colleague about reflecting on oneself and how it fits within our role. So first let's break down self-reflection. So we know that self-reflection is the process of examining and introspecting about your thoughts. Uh, so what is introspecting though? A lot of people, I'm going to define this just in case they don't know. So retrospecting is examining one's own thoughts or feelings. So you have to examine yourself, examine your thoughts. How are you feeling, right? So we want to uh, examine our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our experiences, our experiences in our everyday um, work life or work balance life. Um, and even our personal life. So it involves, you know, taking a closer look at your beliefs, your values, your uh, motivation, what motivates you, you know, your behavior, why are you acting like this? You know, in order to gain a deeper understanding of yourself, okay? So this could be, you know, really, it could be hard because when you are self-reflecting, then you get to understand and learn more about why you do uh, the things that you do, right? So um, some of the things that um, the key aspects of self-reflection that you want to be aware of and you want to make sure you use yourself, it brings self-awareness, right? So when you self-reflect, it helps you to become more aware of your thoughts and your emotions and your behavior, right? It allows you to recognize patterns in your thinking or your actions. You have to evaluate yourself. You know, it involves like assessing your own performance, uh, your decisions, your experiences. You can consider what went well with something and what didn't. And how can I do it differently, right? And when you retrospect, this is a process often involves like looking forward um, and contemplating your inner thoughts and feelings, right? So it could be a valuable tool to understand like your motivation for things and your desires and why you do what you do or want to do. Um, I know it has, has helped me um, when my colleague asked, like, you know, you just do so much. Um, so it was really my self-reflection on what I wanted. And it started um, years ago um, when I was offered a position and I tell this story all the time because this is why, this is when I really started my uh, professional development for myself. I was offered a position. Um, it was a director role. It was years ago. And I. it was maybe like four years ago now, uh, three or four years ago. And I didn't feel that I was ready for the role, right? People saw it in me, but I didn't see it in myself. 
So I start reflecting on why I felt like I wasn't ready. And I felt like I wasn't developed enough for the role. I knew I could do the role. I knew I knew I could do the role, right? And I knew that I could do the, I should say the job and the task that needed to be done. But I still didn't think that I was ready to take on all the responsibilities of this director role, right? So it had me doing a lot of self-reflecting. Um, and that's when I came up with, you know, you're going to be ready next time someone offers you um, a job that you want, um, but work on you now. And that's why I've been working on my professional development. Um, so next time when someone says, oh, here's this role, we want you to have it. I can, I can feel uh, secure within myself and my skills to say, yes, I want that. I'll take it. Um, and then that's just how I came up with reflecting on everything. And I, and that's what I came up with. Okay, once I reflect, I need to um, level up my professional development. And that's what I did. Um, but it was a journey and it was something that needed to be done. And so I did it, right? So that's what you need to do. Uh, that's what you need uh, to do. So also when you self-reflect, you're learning and you're growing, right? And this can lead to like personal growth and development, professional growth. Um, by identifying the areas where you can improve, you set goals and work uh, towards uh, positive change. And that's exactly what I did. So that way I can grow within myself and be ready and be strong for my next role, okay? Also problem solving. When you're self-reflecting, um, it can be very uh, valuable um, it could be a very valuable tool to use uh, for problem solving. It allows you to consider different aspects or perspectives uh, and potential situations, uh, solutions that um, may challenge you. You know, you have a problem. Let me sit and think about it and figure out how I can solve this, how I can navigate through this, right? It also helps with decision-making, right? When you self-reflect and you think about the decisions you have to make, it can assist in a better decision by considering the consequences or making it align with the choices that you have to make. We don't wanna like rush into decisions. You have to think about everything that will follow your decisions, the good and the bad, weighing out the pros and the cons. And, you know, I know everyone knows this, but like for the G GME community, it helps um, us as the GME um, administrators to run our program on a more quality level, I'll say. So like within the GME community, self-reflection as a, is a valuable tool, like a personal and professional growth, like I said, it improves the quality of our work. Um, you have to assess, you know, performance, not just of yourself, but of others. So reflect on your daily tasks and responsibilities, you know, um, 
that's an assessment of performance. You know, we want to consider the aspects of our work. What are we doing? Is it going well? Uh, is there anything that we might make room for improvement on? When you think about these things and you self-reflect on how you run your program, you know, how did you, you know, um, perform at your CCC meeting or your PAC meeting? Did you have quality, you know, um, written quality information on your, your, um, on your PAC or on your uh, um, annual, um, your ape? I'll just say ape. I was going to try to say it all out, but I'm like, no. So on your ape, right? Regularly assessing your performance and look for opportunities to enhance your contribution in the GME program role will, will set you the bar up high for you. So that's what you want. You want to assess your performance in your everyday work and how you uh, how you are running your program. You always want to um, do better. You always want to continue to grow, right? And also setting goals. You know, you want to reflect on your career goals within GME or outside GME. I've been having a lot of conversations about with coordinators about leaving GME, maybe going into PMP work, going into HR, going into consulting, going like leaving the healthcare field altogether and doing like business operations. And with the skills that we have, we can do that, you know? So setting those goals and the short-term goals, long-term goals, the goals objectives, like why do you want to, short-term goal is this, why? What's your benefit? What, what, what do you think the outcome will be? How do you get there? What are the steps are gonna take you to get there? You know, so when you really write them down and reflect on them and think about them and detail them out, you start to see one, are they realistic? And then if they're not realistic, because maybe you need a PhD. Okay, well, let me start, let me start doing what I need to do to get that PhD. Go, let me go back to school. Let me do my classes. Let me, you know, what's the time frame of, you know, getting my PhD? So you have to be realistic in your goals and then the, the, the steps on how to get to that goal. So what can you do in the short-term goal that is going to help you get to your long-term goal, right? Set specific, measurable, achievable, and time-bound, of course, the SMART goals, goals for uh, based on your self-reflection of where you want to be. Even if your goal is still within GME or making your program better, or, you know, a process improvement that you see within your program, within your hospital, within your, um, the, your, your whole GME setting all together, right? So how, what goals do you have for that and how can you achieve them? So that, that's what we want to do. You break down the SMART goals um, and then you, you reflect on how I can achieve them and go from there. You know, also... I know in GME, we 
We communicate with people all the time. So your communication skills, you know, we communicate with people, we are in meetings all the time, we give conferences, we are on committees, we are on, I mean, networking events. So evaluate your communication skills, especially as they pertain to your interaction with residency, with residents, faculties, other staff members, the C-suite. You know, are you effectively, you know, conveying information? Are you list, actively listening, right? Are you fostering like positive relationships with the people that you communicate with? Reflect on, you know, like ideas where you can enhance your communication skills to a better um, level, you know, where it supports you, your program. But ultimately, it's going to come back to you. So how are you communicating with others? You want to reflect on that. Are you communicating with others? You know, are you making sure that, you know, you keep your residents or your faculty abreast of, on situations that are going on um, within the program or going on with you? You know, when you're in meetings, are you there? Are you actively listening? Are you engaged? You know, are you communicating with um the 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 everyone in the meeting we had a, a pd meeting the other day which is my program all the pds you know all the coordinators um our dio our director and you know we were on the top talking about a subject and you know i felt very strongly about different things and uh the j1 visas is something that we don't do them we don't take them um and Starting to take a, a J-1 visa is not what I want to do. Um, and so I know it benefits certain specialties. Um, and me being in emergency medicine, it really doesn't, you know, benefit us. Um, but I spoke up. I communicated what I needed to communicate and the reasons why, right? Um, if I would have known about it before, I could have, you know, make sure I broke it down, reflect on it, you know, but learning about it and um, knowing the steps that it take, I was still able to effectively communicate the reasons why I don't support taking the J-1 visas, right? So um, I was able to detail out like the aspects of it and why not and how it will you know, our budget and the paperwork, you know, just everything that's, you know, around with it. And then, you know, they have to have their certificate, but if they, you know, um, don't get approved by the council, then, you know, what do we do? So it, it was a lot that encumbered um, the, the um, conversation of, for me, of why not to take it. Um, and so I know it was a whole big conversation, it was a sore subject, but it was what it was. So being able to effectively communicate that though, you have, you want to have that communication skill, right? Um, also conflict resolution. We are going to be, have conflict with any and everybody. Um, like I said, I could have had conflict about not wanting to support it. 
um, my DIO called me and, and thanked me for um, speaking up, you know? So we want to, when we do run into situations where we have conflict with others, it could be other coordinators, it could be resident, it could be your faculty, it could be your director, right? Self-reflection can help you better understand how to handle the conflicts or changes. It could be changes within, you know, your GME program. How are you going to handle that? You know, you can't just, uh, I don't like it, pouting, you know, walk away. You have to consider like the past instances, where conflict arises, how you want to manage it, right? You want to take these as approaches so that way you can effectively resolve any conflict with anybody. So it, it, even continually your education, like I said before, you may, after you reflect on what you need to do, you may say, oh, I need to read. I need more education. So reflect on your own professional development. Are there areas where, you know, you can benefit from additional training, education, or even certificates? I know that um, I recently got certified as a healthcare um, professional project management in healthcare, which is a, you know, a certified healthcare project management. I think that was what it was called. Um, and I did that, you know, just because we, we're project managers anyway, when you think about it, right? So it's like, why not take that extra step? And I just did it for me. And just the information that I've learned, I'm like, well, I do that. So when you, and it, but it taught me more about breaking it down like in using extra stuff. So it's it was very beneficial, right? It was very beneficial. And I'm I'm already like, okay, well, I can use this when onboarding comes. I already have like different um strategic like steps that I'm going to take and implement and, you know, just to redo it to make it better. It's a whole, you know, so when you continue your education, you benefit from it. You really do in the long run. You benefit from it. Um, it, it can make steps easier for you, faster, right? So stay updated on like the latest development um, of GME, um, any other related fields. Um, you remain like valuable and a valuable resource to your program. You it, it it builds you. It builds your education. It builds your training. It build it builds you in your professional development. It builds your development, right? And nobody can take that from you. That's the thing. Nobody can take that from you. Own that. That is yours. No matter where you go, that's yours. You own it. That's you. So um, these are like things in um, <clears throat> when you are self-reflecting in GME that will help you to become a, a better person. You know, and when you regularly self-reflect, this can help um, you help become more efficient um, in your role. It can enhance your career, you know, because it's going to just take you to the next trajectory. You know, it's just going to, you know, the, your next level. And, you know, it can contribute to your overall success as a program coordinator, as a program manager, 
as a program administrator, as a director. You know, so this is for the GME community, right? It's a valuable practice for personal and professional development. And I, you know, a regular practice. I know twice a month, I will do this. I will reflect on my job, my position, my career, my professional development, even for my personal life, but I'm just speaking about my, you know, my professional life right now. I will do this. Um, I set my goals and as I accomplish them, I mark them out. Um, I do, I write them down. I have them on a, um, a whiteboard in my room and I will go through, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. It starts a list of all the short and it goes to the long. And I will mark them off. And sometimes the long-term goal, it was, you know, it was down here. I'll go ahead and mark it off because I've already, um, I've already um, completed it. And when you look at the strike marks through all of the goals that you set for yourself, I mean, you can sit back. That's why I reflect like, you know, twice a, twice a month, like, wow, like I've really completed that. Because when you're going through it, you're just going through it. Okay, I did that, boo. Okay, I did that, boo. Okay, I achieved that. Mm. Oh, I achieved that. But when you stop and you reflect on the achievements that you've made, the progress that you've made, the overcoming, the things that you've done, and when you see it, you're proud of yourself. You know, you give everyone these other accolades. Oh, congratulations, congratulations. But now you could do that for yourself. You can pat yourself on the back when you look at everything that you've accomplished, right? So that's why I self-reflect twice a month, look at everything that I've accomplished, and then I'm like, okay, I, what other goals do I want? And I keep adding them. I'd never just go through my list and be like, okay, I'm done. I just keep adding, moving up, moving them up. So, um, so that's just my little rant on that. Um, so self-reflection, like I said, it can help you grow too in, in your role as a person, in your role, um, in your program, everyone wants to continue to grow. It can, um, improve your, your communication. Like I said, your professional development, your adaptability, you know, it helps you with your conflict resolution skills and stress management. Um, and then even with feedback, you know, self-reflection can be um, completed by seeking feedback from residents, faculty, colleagues, not just when it's performance time, but maybe on a monthly basis or bi-monthly or annually basis, you know, get that feedback. Constructive feedback, it can provide like valuable insight into areas of improvement and growth that you didn't even think of. You know, when other people give you, you know, that feedback, you know, someone asked me, um, do you, do you get offended when people give you feedback? No, I take it and I build off of it. I do give me the feedback. How can I grow? How can I be better? How can I do something better? I love feedback because it's something that I'm not thinking about. It's 
more information that I didn't have before. So it can only better you, not hinder you. I don't take it negatively. I know some people will be like, oh, she tried. They, uh, they said this about me. and They said that I needed to do this. Well, then do it. It can only make you better. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own. They look at you differently. So if you have 20 people saying 20 different things about you, that is a constructive um, feedback. That's 20 ways you can get better, right? Those are 20 additional goals, right? So work on them individually or collectively. That's what, that's how I take it. But if 20 people, like I have 20 on resident. If every resident says something about me, let's say in a negative tone that I can improve on, that's 21 things that can only make me better. That's how I look at it. 21 things that will improve me, that will help me grow, and that will um, better, um, I can better understand myself and help with my professional development. So not only am I working on no, this, that, I have 20 different ways that I can improve. So when you take those 20 different ways and you improve them, now you're better than ever, right? So never look at like feedback as a negative thing. Self-reflect on it. You know, think about how can I, how can this make me better? How can I grow from that? They evidently seen this about me. Why? What did I do? How can I overcome it? How can I, you know, tackle it let me let me work on that okay so um and also when you um, regularly self-reflect it can help um, you to ensure that your work aligns with the outreaching goals and mission of your program i know every program is specific they're different different specialties but this alignment is essential um, for kind of contributing to the program success, right? So when your program is moving in a, uh, on, a, on a path, you have to align with that path. But how can you align with that path? How can you um, ensure that you and your program are running together? Because we run the program, basically. We run, we are the leaders of the program. Rerun it. If we stop, it stops. So self-reflecting on how you can keep in alignment with your program, with what you control, you control the program. Reflect on that. I need to make sure that my program stays with no duty hour violation, right? What are you doing to align yourself with that? Are you ensuring that weekly you look at the duty hour? Are you ensuring that, hey, don't forget telling your residents, which goes back to communication, don't forget if you do, are an hour or two over, put your comments in. Make, make, make sure you're not going over because most times they're not going over. It's just, you know, notes or handoff or whatever. Put your comments in. Thank you. And then on the same thing, are you making sure you document or record keep up on things within the program. So reflecting on organizational skills 
um, particularly in the content of maintaining accurate and up-to-date records, it can lead to the improvements in um, your, your efficiencies or in your role, right? So not only do you want to ensure you align with the program by making sure your residents or your faculty do what they need to do, but also do what you need to do. You know, I know I um, do my residents time. So accurately updating their timesheets. When, if they're at one hospital, <clears throat> making sure that their, their sheets reflect, oh, they were over here. Up, oh, they were over here. So these are things that when I self-reflect on how I am doing as the program leader of my role, of my program, um, <clears throat> am I doing everything that I need to do to ensure that my program runs smoothly, right? Am I doing everything that I need to be doing to ensure that I support my residents, I support my faculty, I support my C-suite, right? I support me because that's, you know, really what it is. It's me and then it's every, it's the whole branch after that. So, you know, program coordinators or anybody in the GME community, but really um, <clears throat> the coordinators who aspire to be leaders within GME can use self-reflection to identify leadership qualities in areas of development, you know, such as decision-making, strategic planning, team management, things like that. So if you want to have like leadership development, you when you think about that, how can I develop me to move forward? We are leaders in our own right as program coordinators, period, point blank. We are leaders because our role and our work is a on a management level. This is one reason why I say project management. This is what we do. Our project is the program and we manage it, right? We manage the program. So, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, like I've said before, we're glorified secretaries. That is not the case. When, if anyone was to sit down in our chair and break out everything that we do, oh, yeah, you're not a secretary. No, I'm not. I am a part of the management team. I am a leader. Okay, I lead this program. Even just self-reflecting on that. If you have it self-reflect on that you're a leader, I would suggest that you do so. Self-reflect on how you're a leader. How you lead your program, right? How you are the backbone. Self-reflect on you got this. If it wasn't for you leading this program, these residents, these faculties, it would stop. Just like per ACGME. The requirement is to have a coordinator. We run it. We do everything for the program. And it's just us. 
Like we don't have, well, I mean, speak for myself. I don't have a secretary. You know, I don't have a secretary. It's just me. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. And every time, like me and my PD, like if we're in an interview or we're talking to somebody, like we are it. We in my APD. Like he calls us the three birds. We are the three birds. The PC, the PD, and APD. The three birds of the program. And he's correct because, and when you think about it that way, it just hit me. When you think about it that way, it's like three people, two, but three people run my program, PC, PD, and APD, all leadership team, program coordinator, leadership, okay? Program coordinator is part of the leadership team, leaders. That's what we are. So if the three people are running the program, we always say, okay, so the PD and the APD, they know the medical stuff, you know, they deal with the medical, they deal with schedules, they deal with, you know, the e, the um, ED area. But when it comes to the office, the administrative work, the um, all the, the finances, the budget, when it comes to that, that's me. That That's me. So I'll sit down with my PD Okay, we want this. We want this. We want this. Okay, we need to add this. That the budget is me. We do, you know, um, of course, I keep the whole um office running. They they don't need anything, they don't ask for anything, like they nothing. Because I run that. So it is three people in my leadership team over the program. Me, my PD, my APD. So when you think about leadership, reflect on it. I am the leader. A lot of times my PD comes to me like, I need this. What can I? Okay, I got that. Or, um, well, this is what I want to do. Okay, well, we need to build this. Okay, Natasha, we need this. We need a PLA. I want to build this program. Can you build the tox um, rotation? I got it. Okay, so this resident, we don't have this rotation. We need to build this. Okay, I got it. All I need from you is the goals and objectives. That's all. Other than that, I got it. We get it done, right? So we are leaders in our own right. We are leaders. If you think about yourself as a leader, you reflect on that. Reflect on that you are a leader. Think about yourself as a leader. Carry yourself as a leader. Talk as a leader. Dress as a leader. Have the attitude as a leader because that's what we are. You know, I'm get off that because I can go all day on that. I can go on, on all day about how we, program managers, program um, coordinators, we are leaders. You know, I can go on, on, on all day about that, but I'm going to stop because this is about reflecting, self-reflection and how self-reflection can help you in the GME community. So those are some of the tidbits that I wanted to share about self-reflecting and how it can help us. And it can help us grow with, you know, a lot of people do it in their personal life, but like in our professional life, you know, reflecting on that, reflecting on your growth, reflecting on, you know, your program and how you lead it and how and where you want to be in your career and time to come.
Okay. And with that, it's a wrap. We conclude another enlightening episode. But remember, your dedication keeps the gears of GME turning and your growth matters. And we need to continue to grow. Okay. Until next time, GME. Thank you.